What's up, guys? Mitch from RespectMyRegion.com, back with another episode of the North American Weed Tour podcast, episode 73, looking at cannabis across the country and beyond. Today, we have a special guest joining us from down south, William Davis, CEO and owner of Euphoria Eats. How you doing today, William? Oh, man, I'm feeling pretty good, and I'm honored to be on your podcast. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. We we're just talking. To, you know, we we're, we're chatting a little a little bit longer before we started, but I'm just excited for this episode because I, as I was telling you uh, off mic, you know, I just really think that that your product. I haven't tried it personally, but from a distance, uh, I, I love it. I love the category and, and the lane that it's in. Um, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get into that a little bit more uh, here in a second. Kind of the origin of the brand. Well, I guess we'll start with that. Um, you know, I usually sure. talk about people's history around the plant, but for you, I'm curious about your history around the plant as in, in terms of when you started kind of this, this CBD infusion and, and working on yeah. these uh, sauce formula? Well, it pretty much started, man. I, I was getting out of the army and I was, I graduated undergrad at college. And I didn't know what, what I wanted to do. And so I just started, I catered a whole lot and I did a lot of food um, events and, uh, and competition cooking and things of that nature. So I had my bouts with PTSD after I got out of the army and uh, acute anxiety disorder. So, but those things, you know, they prescribe you with a lot of medications and I was t having upwards of 11 pills a day. Mm. Like, man, I cannot have these uh, because they kept, you know, giving me issues, uh, you know, out of everyday life. So a buddy of mine said, hey man, you should come to Sacramento. I fly, I fly all the way out there and I discovered cannabis. I did not know that there was other elements in cannabis other than the one that you hear about, which is gonna be the one that's gonna get you high. Well, I was more interested in the CBD and the hemp side of cannabis and so i had a big old a five gallon bucket of barbecue sauce and i made my first batch and 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 the reason i made my first batch was he had a niece who had ms and some other ailments and she was um also on a on a diet of cbd oil so i i made her a batch and it actually helped her out and so with the rest of my of my five gallons he took that and started selling it he didn't even tell me nothing about it and I'm like, dude, how can you do me like that? But he's like, no, 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 no. You need to come here, try this out. You're going to make a lot of money. I said, man, get out of here. So I didn't believe him. I fly out there. I see I had a line of patience, man. And it really struck me in my heart that I had something going that I could help a lot of people out with. Because I had from epilepsy patients to AIDS patients to cancer patients. I mean, it just was like, you know, it was like my moment to help people. And I know that through cooking is the best method of ingestion. So I kind of I put the two together and formed a company. Yeah, that's awesome. And and people, a lot of people, like obviously you've been cooking for quite a while. And I feel like people yeah, that are that are great cooks or do it professionally also just find a purpose in serving other people, right? And so is that kind of yeah. is the is the 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 medicinal aspect of cannabis and serving to those kind of like meat in the middle uh, this product for you? Well, they're married, man. I mean, like you know, with anything. If you're ever if you're ever in the south we are a lot of care for people and we care for everybody so our method of showing our gratitude and uh our love for people is we cook for them so you know uh, uh, whether that's a pot of gumbo or just anything easy it comes from the heart that we don't have a lot so whatever we do have we offer it out to the to any any and everybody strangers friends or foes so how it marries this in cannabis you can help so many people with the elements of the plant itself you know like for the 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 cbd the hemp or the thc version so it's kind of a perfect marriage to say hey i'm going to get you something that's good as well as something that you get yourself with and it's going to be effective and beneficial 
Absolutely. And, and then, you know, one of the things with cannabis infusions, whether it's THC or CBD, when you're making it edible, you know, there's that yeah. balance of making sure it has has the sustenance in there to provide the desired, uh, you know, effects mm -hmm. or, or remedies. But also there's a mixture, you know, that that playful dance of making sure it still tastes good. And I'm assuming that yeah. sauce kind of because there's some strong elements of sauce, it's definitely a good delivery method in terms of masking some of that floral flavor, mm -hmm. of the terpenes of cannabis. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much um, when you cook, you have a, a good sense of smell and a great sense, of, a great sense of taste. And the sense of taste is it, it'll help you to get the earthiness out of the cannabis to put into your sauce. Because when I first started out, it tasted like nothing but hash oil. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. And so I had to go and mask and use this and use this and use that to kind of hide it all. And then I discovered a distillate and isolates. So that was a game changer, bro. So I had a, a really good sauce. Just add it with your isolate or your distillate, whatever kind of recipe that you're going to use and just bottle it up. So it's just you have to know what you're doing to make something good with cannabis in it. Absolutely. And so you started just with these recipes, kind of home experimenting. At what point were you like, oh, I'm going to start a brand and start thinking about you know, building out a website and packaging and mm -hmm. producing it in a way that would be more of a consumer package good? Well, I started off, as I told you earlier, the, um, with my buddy's niece and I flew out to Sacramento and I just saw the need and the demand for a product of this nature because everybody has a lemonade or a blow pop or a gummy, but nobody had condiments, you know? I, I think about it as like, you know, every day walking up the street and you walk over so many pennies and dimes that you don't even, Hey, I passed up a dollar there, but if you don't sl slow down and pick it up and, and see what it is, I mean, you put a condiment on every single thing that you use, hamburger, hot dog, um, popcorn. So it was just like, it's, it was like a no brand. Like, so nobody's doing this. So I'm going to make this out of a brand because it helped me with my anxiety and with my PTSD. And so it was just, it was just like, I have to do something. I have to do this. And it's kind of just, um, I went from there. So I talked to my wife about it. She said, you know what? You should start a company. And we just got all the paperwork done. And um, I was just graduating and getting my master's at the time in business. So it was kind of like, yeah, I can take everything I just learned mm. and apply it to myself and make this out, out of a company. So that's kind of how it all just unfolded and evolved. I can honestly say it was godsend, man. That's yeah. That's I've been I've had a couple people on the podcast lately that their story of how they got to now it's divine you know just some divine yeah. mission is the only way you can describe it you know it's <laughs> it's it's crazy how you end up where you need to be you know yeah man I mean it, it was it, it was just like those kind of things like um I tell my wife this all the time I said look now uh, don't wake me up because this is this is actually a dream here like mm. this is like one of the best dreams I've ever had. But it's actually my real life. But it's so it's so fulfilling that I feel like in any moment I will wake up and I'm just like, nah, man, I got to keep going. I got to keep going, you know, because it's just like I don't want the dream to stop. Yeah, uh, man, I, I love that. So what what's your guys's current product line that, that, that you're offering right now? OK, so we have um, a spicy a barbecue sauce. We have a sweet barbecue sauce and we have a hot sauce. So and those were my main three out of the 13. And then we have the two TV dinners. So this one right here, man, this is one of my best sellers. This is the New Orleans nice spicy barbecue sauce. Mm. And I mean, at every show, we have a line of people, about maybe 80 to 100 people 
who just want to try it and taste it. And every everybody who tasted, they have to get a bottle. So our our product line started just with sauces. Now it's food. So now we're going to go in the aspects of food, infusing food and making this out of a household brand like a Hunts of the World, mm. uh, um, a Dole of the World, a Swans of the World. Like we have that capability because we know how to cook and we know how to do it from scratch and make it taste good. And who doesn't like good Louisiana food? Yeah, I mean, I was telling you right before I'd never been out there, but my my soul my sole uh, <laughs> mission in going to Louisiana is to eat is to eat. Yeah, man, it's 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 a pilgrimage of food, man. Like if you just go to the small towns and Lafayette and Eunice, Opelousas, uh, um, a just little small places of that nature, you'll find the best food ever, like mm. the best food ever, because this is all that these people have, and this is this is their business, so they have to make sure that it's good. And it's good every time, man. They have never, never let me down. And so that they're saying coming from an area like that, where you uh -huh. know the standard of food is 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 high, right? Do you feel yeah, that's kind of sharpened your sword and making sure you're competitive and and things taste the way it needs to taste? Honestly, um, I, I'm gonna, I, I don't want to be too uh, aggressive here, but it makes me it makes you confident because you know that you have a superior product you know that you grew up with a spoon in your hand you knew you know that you know how to make people's stomachs feel phenomenal so it just gives me a sense of urgency to get this out to people because you don't know good food until you've had good food mm. and we have good food here to offer but you don't know that yet because you haven't had our food yet so it's just that notion of, of 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 wanting to get this out to people wanting to get this out to the to the elderly ladies as i told you earlier in the aerobics class or the gentlemen who just played a, a game of football. You know, everybody has to have recovery and our foods help you with recovery and they're actually good. Yeah, yeah, that that is, that is powerful. That is super powerful. Um, and with this CBD line, you know, we're talking a little bit before your, your intentions are, you know, infiltrating this industry and, and yes. getting, you know, scaling out with some THC face products, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, man, I mean, um, that's how we really I started off in, in THC uh, because everybody in Sacramento at the time was not really into the CBD market. How I was interested in it said, man, you got to make one with THC. I said, man, who wants to who wants to be high all, all day while eating? You know, I didn't understand it at the time. I was very ignorant. But now that I know it's not how much you put in it, it's, it's how you consume it mm -hmm. and how much is in every bottle. So every high can be a comfortable high. But our goal is to get in every legal market with our brand and and by doing that i know that we're gonna have to make some a lot of partnerships and we're ready for all of that kind of stuff because we know that we have a product that everybody would love to have within their state and you know being in the south and in a state where where cannabis isn't you know quite legalized yet um you know cbd is is definitely a friendly you know we we, we i think we've we've crest the 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 top of the hill where people are like open to cbd you know and that doesn't yeah, contain yeah. the same, same stigma as thc on a widespread right. level um how what's what's the temperature like of making this in that state you feel like people are receptive to hemp and cbd or you feel like there's still kind of a negative stigma associated with it well to be honest with you i cannot make my own product within the state right now mm. so i'm operating outside of the state but i live here right so it's just one of those things to whereas they're getting around the corner. So in 2022, I should be able to start uh, producing at the hemp version and the CBD version here. Fingers crossed. But uh, if not, I know that it's going to happen soon, but I'm able to operate in Texas and in Arkansas and in other places of that nature right there. So I can get it around that 
and sell in into the state. So, I mean, it's just a thing of having to know the laws and how to get around it. Absolutely. And so for you guys, you know, you're selling, you guys are selling on the website, correct? And then you're also yes, doing, yes. and also doing wholesale as well. Oh yes, sir. We're doing a lot of wholesaling. Um, we do wholesale from uh, the East coast all the way over to the West coast. We had a couple of international orders too. So it, the, the way to the wholesaling, just email me on the site is going to be at the very bottom info at your 40 and just let me know what you want. And we can uh, have a, a conversation and, uh, and work out a deal to make you happy because my object, is to not to break your pocket, but to get my product in your hand to make you money, to get you coming back to me to make some more. And also on site for the everyday a consumer, they can go there and buy it every day, every day, all day, um, except for the TV dinners. We're not going to be able to sell those online until I think March of next year. Okay. So, and then we're going to also unveil the ranch, the honey mustard, the blue cheese, the ketchup, et cetera, all the whole, the rest of the line. So yeah, it's coming. Man, he's coming in the whole condiment game. Look, man, why stop at barbecue sauce? Right. There's so many more because what if you don't like barbecue sauce? But you say, you know what? I like mayo. Well, I have some mayo too. Or I like ketchup. Well, I have spicy ketchup. You know, I don't know if you guys have a Whataburger down there, but no, I'm familiar from delicious. Texas, but not, yeah. Oh, man, you got to try the spicy ketchup. Ours is way better than theirs is, but it's delicious, man. You like, it's like not hot in sense of like, oh my God, it's hot, but like, like I want more hot. Mm. So, I mean, it's it, it just covering all the bases and branching out into other other sectors like the dry rubs, the dry seasonings. Like I have a lot coming in 2022, man. Just stay tuned, please. Yeah, I'm 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 excited. My, I think my stomach might be more excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, um, man. And, and for this wholesale, are you finding like distribution through like CBD stores or is it like traditional grocery and, and, and like, you know, like craft, like sauce type stores? No, 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 no. It's um, it's it's all wholesale orders like uh, CBD stores, a mom and pop smoke shops, or just somebody who wants to have it at their food truck. You know, because um, I gave a guy a recipe for some Euphoria wings, so you can go and make hot wings and add our sauce. Um, I think this is in D.C. Uh, he can add our sauce, and you can actually can get your a, a daily dose of THC through ten hot wings, and it's gonna taste delicious. And so it's just a it's just a lot of different ways in which we get it out there, but mainly it's just the wholesalers and the smoke shops. Uh, not too many of the big chains yet, cause they're a little too. Sure. They're kind of stuck in the middle. Like, okay, I want to do it, but I don't I don't want any any public outcry. So it's just gonna be a balancing act there. But I will be in there though as soon as possible. As, as soon as they let me in the stores, I'll be there. He's like, oh, yeah, knocking on the doors. Um, knocking, brother. And so, you know, being being a veteran yourself, that is something that I feel the the cannabis movement, you know, especially on the mm -hmm. medical side, has been a very big, just a very big demographic of of just the cannabis industry community as a whole. Um, have right. you have you found or worked with organizations centered around veterans, or or found like veterans looking towards your product or anything like that, or you just happen to be a veteran that's also producing these products? Well, I'm a veteran, and let me give you a backstory on me. When I was uh, in Iraq, I was a uh... I was a member of Wounded Warrior. I got injured overseas. So I'm a product of the Wounded Warrior Project. And I would love to reach out to those guys and just, uh, you know, and let them know that I'm here. I was a part of your organization and I want to help. But in hindsight, no, I, I haven't really talked to a lot of them because I, I don't really know of a lot of them. Mm. And they may sound ignorant, but in our area, there's not too many 
that's in his area because at the um a vfw i reached out to them but they can't really do nothing with it because they're kind of oh i don't want to do this and you know so it's just a matter of me getting to the right people mm-hmm. and me having those right conversations but i would love to partner up with them in any capacity and maybe even help, even give away some bottles and, and do a couple of events i mean that's our goal our goal is to help people mm. throughout you know, it's even all the way down to the veterans. I empathize with a lot of veterans because I am a veteran. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big demographic. And I, I feel like mm-hmm. you're not necessarily like marketing it to sell something, but that's a big portion of this industry. Right. And, and people like, you know, that's a community that people, not everybody, but there's a large community that feels the 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 urgency or the call to help, you know, or, or provides, you know, some sort of support to that group. You know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I say appreciate you for your service because I didn't say that earlier. Oh, man, but, anytime, man. Yeah. I mean, man, I mean, it was, it was just a badge of honor. You know, I, you know, as kids, we all grew up playing war and, and stick war and fighting. So it was one of them things that I always wanted to do in my life is to give my country the ultimate sacrifice, which is me. And whatever happens out there, it happens. But uh, God had other plans for me and, and brought me back home. And now I'm in this beautiful business. So I'm just trying to go and maximize my opportunity so that the next person that comes along that is a veteran who needs help i have an alternative way for them to get help with, with without them having to smoke a joint and get high on um off that they can actually go and eat something and get the same high well even better high excuse me mm-hmm. absolutely yeah I was, I was telling you right before you know the thing with yeah. the thing with the edible market you know there's there's like in, in certain states, the low dose stuff in the THC side is the most popular. And then in certain states, like where I'm in Washington, the high dose stuff is really popular. I'm a, I'm a high tolerance consumer, but I prefer, mm-hmm. I, you know, products like this, whether it's a syrup or something you put on food, because I can control if I just want a little bit, yeah. I can do a little bit. If I want to, you know, if I if my son's asleep and I'm about to, you know, relax and then I can go a little <laughs> right? bit heavier handed on the poor, you know, and, yeah. and I, I, I love that. And I think there's a, there is a lack, you know, another lack of products in the space that are like, allow you to kind of control how much you want mm-hmm. rather than I got to drink three sodas or eat a whole candy bar. You know, I can kind of just add and figure out how much I want to, how much I want to consume. It's a pretty much, yeah. And to piggyback off that, it's a pretty much every bottle that we sell is uh is 10 ounces, between okay. 10 and 12 ounces. So let's just say hypothetically, the bottle that you have is 10 ounces, right? So I put 250 milligrams in that bottle. So you know every cap full is an ounce. Every cap is 25 milligrams. Mm. So you can pretty much can do the easy math off the caps. And so it was just kind of having that mindset, uh, simplifying how you would go and medicate yourself. But as we know with hemp and CBD, you can it's endless. You know, you, there's no uh, there's, there's no threshold there. You, you know, you can have 20 bottles of it, a million milligrams, you still feel the same way. Right. But with uh, with THC, I wanted to govern it pretty much and get the right COAs on it to whereas the customer knows per bottle exactly how much is in there, how to use it, consult with your doctor and hey, have fun. Yeah, abs- no, absolutely. I, I, I love that. And with, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started about, you know, networking and getting out there in the community, yeah. you know, the cannabis industry um you know cannabis derived is derived from community you know the community is what where people used to find products before this was legal Mm -hmm. and the community is what pushed this through legalization um getting out there and meeting people what 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 are some ways that you've gone out to network and and what shows have you kind of attended thus far okay well i was just at the black cannabis conference in new orleans a few i want to say three weeks ago 
and I've and I've I frequented a lot of USA at CBD Expos, and I've done a lot of pop-up shops in in the Carolinas, Atlanta. Um, let me think of Texas. And so it's just me hearing about a show, me going to the show. Now I've become a speaker now, right? So they say, hey, I need you to get up there and speak. I'm like, uh, okay. So I go and I educate everybody on cannabis. Like I just give it to them straight, raw, how they need it. Because there's a stigma over this beautiful plant that nobody wants to understand. But the understanding of this, of it, it will get you off opioids. It will not make you addicted to anything and it's all natural so what can you not like about this mm -hmm. so i'm just trying to go to as many shows as possible meet as many people and shake as many hands and talk to as many people as i possibly can so if you know of any shows out your way you let me know if anybody who sees this podcast hit me up email me i will be there uh, no, I love that. Yeah, we'll definitely, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely have to tap in and uh, hopefully point you in the oh, yeah. direction of some stuff out here on the West Coast because I just, I, I see a huge, huge opportunity um, in this lane and, and for these types of products. You know, there's a there's a big gap. They're, they're, they're not there. And like I said, I yeah. personally, the few ones that I've found, I personally consume, they might come from a different state. So it's difficult for me to, you know, other than when I purchase it one time and bring it back home, it's difficult to, to get yeah, on man. a consistent basis. Um, but I'm definitely, I'll probably have to put an order on the site and try some of this stuff out, man. So what, what, Make what, order. yeah, what, what's the, uh, for a spicy barbecue sauce, what's the inspiration uh, behind making it, you know, adding a little heat there than your, your regular kind of tamed like honey barbecue or something like that? Well, see, uh, you know, as I told you earlier, we're in the South, so we like a little heat on everything. So my spicy uh, barbecue sauce was named a New Orleans Nights. Cause if you ever been to New Orleans in August. At nighttime, you know, it's like sweaty hot, but the music on Frenchman Street will have you just forget about the heat. You're just having a good time. Everybody's sweaty. Everybody's partying, but it's a good, sweet time. So I said, well, let me name my first barbecue sauce that because I know everybody loves a little kick. And it's not the kind of heat to whereas a person who doesn't like hot would be like, oh, my God, I can't eat that. It's unbearable. It's the kind of heat that they would even eat it and be like, oh, it's not that hot. But it grows on you. So after you ate it for 10 minutes, like, man, I still can taste that good flavor. And it's, it's very good at mouthwatering. So that was the inspiration behind that one. So the inspiration behind the Bayou Glaze, which is the one that's not as heat. I mean, excuse me, it's not as hot at all. It's more of a sweet, smoky flavor. It's more for anybody who has health issues like, like diabetes and does not want a lot of sugar in them. This is more of a fruit sugar instead of a processed sugar. So mm -hmm. I made one for everybody but the hot sauce is for everybody because it has a lot of vinegar in it and as we know a vinegar helps a lot of health issues and vinegar is good to go on food especially in hot sauce man and i don't and i don't put a lot of a lot of, of salt in that one because i knew of the health implications of having too much salt so it's kind of really thought out as to giving the benefit to the customer and the consumer of versus making the taste great but i still made it great because mm -hmm. i found a way around everything so it's kind of again divine in, in, in intervention here is divine intervention that just happened mm. and i'm like man i have lightning in a bottle here and i have all of these flavors as i told you i've been making sauces as i was maybe at seven or eight years old as a kid and i never thought that i would be doing this with it i just say hey when i whenever i go home i'm going to cook for my friends and we're going to enjoy my food but now it's a thing to where i want the world to and and enjoy my food i want different cultures different languages to have this product and know that it came from the heart and it came with the intention of helping.
Yeah, that, that's that's poetry. And so, you know, starting to make sauces at seven, eight, at seven or eight, I take it that cooking was probably pretty uh, prevalent in, in, in your family. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. My every, Everybody cooks in my family. So my auntie caters, my other auntie caters, my cousins cater. So it's like if if they need an extra cook, they know to call somebody within the family because we don't know exactly what to do and how they want it to taste. Unlike, as I told you earlier, as well, people don't know good food until they've had good food. Right. So if if I give you hamburger at, at McDonald's and that's the only hamburger that you've ever had in your life. A homemade hamburger will knock you out of your mm. socks. You're like, oh my God, look at the taste difference out of this. So that's just how my family is. We love to cook for people. So it was kind of like, God, are you are you talking to me right now? Like, <laughs> I think you're really talking directly to me. Say, hey, look, you're gonna help people through their food, through them eating, not smelling. Uh, I, I like smoke, but not having the lung implications of smoking but actually eating, ingesting this and getting a better overall quality high or overall quality benefit of that CBD and hemp. So food is just second nature in my family and I love it because it got me here. Yeah, and then, you know, also there's that science too, when you eat something, uh, you know, you ingest it in your in your stomach, right? But also when you're chewing on something or you have it like a sauce like that, right? I think there's like a sub right. sublingual, I think is what they call it, distribution, right? Like in the mouth, correct? Uh -huh. Right, right. Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's kind of like um, um, it's like a your endorphins just go crazy. Like, oh my god, this is so good. So the rate of ingestion when you eat something is upwards from eighty to eighty-five percent. But if you smoke, let's say twenty-five milligram joint, you're only gonna get between ten and fifteen percent of that mm -hmm. whole twenty-five. But if you eat the same thing, you're gonna get maybe 20 milligrams out of that 25 so it's the better ingestion rate so you know it's kind of like man you know when you eat it bro it makes your mouth feel it makes your mouth dance and it's just a lasting flavor that you won't forget now i have a lot of people say hey i i need you to make this one in a regular one i said well it's coming it's coming it's, it's, it's coming it's coming <laughs> and then i also there was a study i can't remember who did it i read it a while ago but there was a study about how hot sauce and spices help like warm up your receptors for cannabinoids mm -hmm. as well. I'm not sure quite yeah. on the science, you know, I don't, I don't want to take it too scientific, but I've I read that phenomenon there. Yeah. Yeah. I've read that. And, um, it's just a lot. We as humans don't know enough about our bodies, right? Right. We are, uh, we are plant eaters. We're herbivores. Well, omnivores, we eat meat and plants, but we're supposed to eat plants, mostly not meat. So we don't know what spices do what. So there's a there's a reason that spices were traded as barter back in the in the day because they knew the health the health implications of spices as well as cannabis as well as hemp. So it's kind of like we really just ignored this, y'all. Like all these years, just gonna ignore it and not do some research on it. Like I'm I'm pretty sure like like with cinnamon, I think that that does the exact same thing. Hmm. I mean, it's just whenever I I, I I have some and some syrup that I make also right so and it's just like man this is beautiful like it really warms up the body to ingestion so it's just like we really don't know we're 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 only at the tip of the iceberg I believe in terms of food and the human system yeah which is crazy to think for people have been eating for how long they've been eating but mm -hmm. like you said that's that's a great point you know the, the spices were you know spice trade like that was a, a huge component of commerce you know back in the yeah, between countries right like global there's mm -hmm. a global spice trade 
salt, you know, cayenne pepper, cinnamon, herbs, whatever that you want to name, man. I mean, it's just one of those kind of things like we really need to do some research, in-depth research. I think that if the opioids were less opioid and more cannabis, I think that that'll help a lot of people too. Mm -hmm. But it's the thing of getting a big farmer able to switch gears and actually do the research that needs to be done to help the people not block them up. Uh, you know, absolutely. Bottles, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We just had uh, one of our guests last night was a ex pro football player. And that's, you know, it's common in the sports world. You hear from guys that are saying like how many people are using cannabis, whether they're supposed to or not, because it's just right. a way better choice than taking, you know, opioids for the major, you know, for most. Yeah, people. man. It is, I mean, it, it, it actually is. I um, had a personal experience um, that I, I broke a bone, I think, in my foot. And it's giving me like pain pills on top of pain. Pills. I said, man, I really don't want to feel like this all day. It's mm -hmm. like you're not yourself. You're a zombie. Mm -hmm. You're dead to the world. You're just like, uh-huh. Oh, man. I don't want to feel like that. I want to be productive. So I just swapped them out. And it got me through my foot. So I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure that it can help other people too with other, with with other health issues. Absolutely. And so another question I have, you know, on, on that tip is, uh, you know, cannabis is a difficult thing. Whether you're hemp, CBD, can you know, it's all derived from cannabis. Right. Um, even though hemp and CBD is legal, you can ship it in most places. You sadly, it sounds like you know, you, there's some regulations that stop you from making it in your home state. But yes, what are man. some of the other challenges that have have been posed to you, whether it's online or or just running business when you're kind of a, when you're associated with this plant? Well, it's just the, uh, the negative connotations of it. Um, and like I told them, I pride myself on being a God fearing man. So I let people know that beforehand, Hey y'all, I'm not in this to, uh, be a drug dealer or anything of, of that nature there. You know, it's just the negative, it's just the negative effects of, uh, years of uh, misinformation, mm -hmm. I think. But I just also think even as a professional here in uh, in, in Louisiana, at first people like, what? You do what for a living? I'm like, yeah, I'm uh, in CBD and THC. Now they're, they're, they're calling my phone now. Hey, I need some. Oh, really? <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was just that in, in having a five and having them understand that you do this on the side is like the worst thing ever hurdle and all of this is having the right lawyers, finding the right lawyers to help you and navigate the legal spectrum. Having that oversight to not get yourself in, in, in any trouble because again, the, the name of the game here is to help people not to put yourself behind bars. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't help other people if you, you know, if, if you're in a position where you need help, man, yeah. it, that and definitely. What? That limits it. So, you know, you said you have you have a, a bunch of other sauces in the repertoire that might yeah, be man. coming out and 2022 is going to be a big year. What What's some of those things that, that we can expect from you in, in, in the next year? Well, we have ranch, honey mustard, blue cheese, Thousand Island, mayo, spicy ketchup. We have a syrup. We have two TV dinners. One is going to be um, a Cajun mashed potatoes and gravy. And the other one is going to be a etouffee. So all of these were just envisioned and created for, you know, I, I said user at work and who wants to have their daily dose of CBD. Well, I pop it in the microwave and nobody's going to know because it's not going to smell like weed. Mm -hmm. It's not going to taste like weed. You're just going to be eating regular lunchable. Well, a lunch meal, 
but it happens it happens to be infused. Mm. And so it's just it's just opening up the envelope and, and branching out to the baked goods and making them an everyday staple. How you would see in your corner store. Well, how come I can't be there? I can be there and I'm going to be there. Mm. So it, it's just a matter of, of navigating the whole ecosystem here of business and meeting the right people and the right distributors. So it's going to be a really big year. And maybe I may be on TV a couple of times too, but I'm not going to say too much about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love it, man. Well, we're we're definitely we're excited, man. I, I know I'm excited to uh, to watch the continued uh, growth, man. And like I said, I got to try some of this sauce, and I really appreciate you coming on yes, our man. our show and giving people just some insight to this. Because again, I, I I don't I don't say it just because we're doing this live. You know, I, I really truly believe what you're doing is something special, and and individuals like yourself and the products you're making are helping break the stigma, a stigma that I felt like hampered my personal journey for the majority of my life. So, you mm -hmm. know, beyond thanking you for your service, I also applaud your, your service and what you're doing to help break the stigma of cannabis, man. But hey, man, anytime again, you know, the object in life is to help as many people as you can before you close your eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's just the whole that's our motto, helping people because we once needed help. And now that we're getting help, we're able to help other people. So. I appreciate the opportunity. And if you're ever in the area, you call my personal number and I'm going to put you on a food adventure, brother. I can't wait to meet you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up, man. I mean, we'll probably run into each other on the on the on the conference circuit, but I got to pull up to the hometown yeah, sometime, man, and, and, and see what's what's really good with this food. OK, man. Well, hey, anytime. I'm, I'm always here. I'm, I'm always open to you, brother. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it for everyone out there looking for more information. EuphoriaEatsCo.com at EuphoriaEatsCo on Instagram. I got both those right. Yes, sir. Exactly right. right. Thank you. That's where more you guys can find more information. If you're looking for wholesale, you can contact straight through there. If you're looking to order some products, you can also get it just delivered to your home right there. Yeah. Um, William Davis, really appreciate you coming on here from Euphoria Eats Co. This is the North American Weed Tour podcast episode. I think I said 73 at the start. 73 or 74? 73. Yeah. 73. 73. We're on say, see, you remember better than me, man. I've been doing too many of these. Uh, <laughs> No, thank you for coming on here and we'll, we'll catch up with everybody here soon. Anytime, brother.